Trading Asia Daily Currency Call, episode 299. One more episode to 300. And it's the 27th of May, 11 a.m. here in Singapore. All right, so this is the currency call where you will get market economic updates, key support resistance levels, trade ideas, and more. This currency call is going to be very beneficial to both the long-term investors and short-term traders. Here, we will be going through what could move prices, possible trade ideas, and also highlighting potential targets and risk. So a disclaimer here, any information shared during this session is not intended to be a trade recommendation. It is solely the opinion and views of the speaker. So please remember to do your own analysis prior to entering any trades. Okay, so uh, today is Thursday. The currency focus today is yen and gold. So I'm going to get Scott Andrews here, Scott from Forex Briefcase Australia to share his views on the yen and gold currencies. Scott. All right. Hi, everyone. And nearly episode 300 as well. So what I'll just start with to open up the call, guys, is I'll just share my charts here. The USD yen uh, with Sam trade here. So look, I've been going over the pairs in regards to the yen and what's going on. What I'll firstly say uh, with the economic news as well is that we do have Japanese unemployment coming out. So that's something to pay attention to. It's coming out at 7.30 in the morning tomorrow, GMT plus eight. So I would say guys, just, you know, where we are currently. So I've got the four hour time frame up here on the USDN as well. And it's just something to pay attention to where we're currently trading at. You know, the 109 level on the USDN is, you know, something, you know, where we've, we've got a point of interest here with, with the US dollar as well. So obviously my focus has been the US dollar. And what I'll do now is just bring up the US dollar as a point to, you know, look to with the trade idea. So I did mention uh, what was going on last night with the US dollar. I wasn't able to make the currency call yesterday, but it did look like we had bottomed out and we were showing some strength. So we're actually above our support here at around 90 flat on the index as well. So what I would say is, uh, what we've been seeing, we've been seeing FOMC committee members talking about potentially tapering asset purchasing, which, you know, is indicative of things showing signs that, you know, we don't need to support the economy as much as we have from a Federal Reserve perspective. So I would say that we could see a little bit more of a lift in the US dollar temporarily. It's very much a, a situation where it's, it's, Hard to really tell longer term exactly really how we're going to play out. It's either transitory inflation or it's, you know, it's it could get a little bit ugly. But I'm, you know, in agreement with what Jin mentioned in that article he shared on Forex Trading Asia, where most likely it is transitory. So with a trade idea now, we'll go back to the yen. And I would say really now what I'm waiting on for the U.S., situation. So obviously you want information out of the US and what's going on in Japan before really, you know, grabbing a trade. But 
We've got uh, preliminary GDP quarter on quarter coming out at 8.30 tonight, GMT plus eight time. And we've also got the unemployment claims data as well. So that's something to you know focus on. And what I see is that things are just gonna float around a little bit until then. There's nothing high conviction or you know high probability that I'm that I'm seeing in regards to to the yen situation. So I would say really you'd want if you're paying attention to the euro yen, the pound yen, uh, you know just wait on you know later in the day. Now, what I'll also touch upon is gold. Now, this hasn't really been a strong talking point recently. And it has really sort of broken out, which is an interesting indicator to, uh, I guess, investors feel on, there's a few things going on. I mean, recently, it, people weren't interested. They were flooding into crypto, and it was said crypto was being utilized as a hedge on inflation fears and gold was really left, you know, just, and people weren't really interested, but the break here and, and the test of, we got to 1914 USD and out. So it's, you know, it's made a significant run. If I bring it up on the daily time frame here, I would say probably what's best is if you've missed this run up and I don't personally trade gold quite a lot, but I did miss this as well. And it caught me by surprise because you know, normally when equity markets are selling off, we'll see gold, you know, get a little bit of a lift and equities have actually been pretty strong. So it's just a weird situation. But with the US dollar, again, like I mentioned, seeing some strength, I would, wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, where we're currently trading at, just to see it start turning over. But we, we just need to wait a little bit. You know, ideally, I'd love to see it get back to 1914 or so. And then have a candle like we see here, where it prints and closes near the low, which indicates you know bearish price action. And then you know that's where the trade idea would come into play. So if you've been following what we've been talking about in Forex Trading Asia and Ecofin, you know, markets are very much we've got the US dollar at month, you know, four-month lows pretty much. It, it did catch a bit of a lift earlier. So where you know, really. We need a bit more sample size out of the US to see what's going on with inflation issues. Unemployment claims data will be quite interesting to see, just to see how the workforce is behaving if things are returning or maybe not. So it's definitely a situation where you've got a bit of a plan and you just have to sit and wait and be patient, which can be frustrating, but I assure you that's the better way than just sort of getting in with little, you know, grabs at trades here, grabs at trades there, and you can sort of end up having a day of, you know, significant losses if you're not careful. So, you know, those are my thoughts, guys, uh, with the trade ideas, waiting on those key points uh, out of the US and uh, Japan, and that's it uh, with my views. Okay, thanks, Scott. Uh, I'll come back to you in a minute. Um, right now, I'm going to get Daniel here, Daniel from LCMS Traders, um, to share a little bit about they, are, um, they had the webinar yesterday night about live trading. So yeah, Daniel, you want to share a little bit about the uh, session yesterday? Yes, of course, Junwei. Uh, very glad to uh, share the information yesterday. So yesterday, really, we had a live trading session. So 
trading session is just really also to show uh, people who have complained there's no time to trade, no trades, no time to prepare. We have showed them that, you know, on every day, Wednesday, 8 p.m., live trading session with club members. We showed how we do preparations, knowing what to do with the five steps. Uh, you can do it every, everything. We look at the, the charts one hour, no, because what's happened previously, what's going to happen. And within one hour, take one or two trades and preparation as well to have more profitable trades. Now, yesterday we reviewed the currency pairs and we actually evaluate a couple of trade ideas and also looking in the, for the medium term, you know, or also what kind of trade ideas could we do? So yesterday, you know, maybe I just share a little bit, uh, a summary, quick summary of what we shared here. Um, Yesterday, we, we look at it and we look at a pound. We, we decided we're going to avoid the pound, especially like because it was just moving across. So not really an interesting uh, pair to be looking at other than pound USD pattern. If it breaks down lower, up or lower down, we are US dollar strength, then we only take a trade. However, we look at Aussie and US New Zealand. We have saw New Zealand USD very close to a, a, a possible straddle strategy here. We also took the, we also provide this trade idea. Unfortunately, at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., it didn't activate until uh, later. So that that's one trade idea we gave to the members. We're also looking at US Yen where it breaks above 109.1. Uh, that was uh, 109, sorry, and that really broke out. And uh, we could have taken, we took the trades because of this very quick uh, last night, strong US dollar. We look for that. Euro USD, again, we look for a two part series following the Monday. Uh, and we actually activated the, the trade idea on a Euro USD selling down part one, you know, uh, below the 1.2. Two, three, four, coming all the way down, and because it's a uh, today as a GDP USD GDP data, so my um, decision, you know, we just go for 20 pips, uh, take profit target, close one, pause for the night, and then we wait for again, um, moving on, waiting for the second part of 1.2160 for a possible second part trade, for selling down for one is a two trade reward. Okay, and then we also did a Euro USD trade where we say that if it breaks below 133.1, we could look for a trade and it did, uh, it moves down. Uh, it slowly moves down when we think that possibly a first target of 20 pips here, uh, it didn't move uh, up to this morning, it didn't move 20 pips down, but it decided to close. Uh, coming down, you know, as about 14, 15 pips as well. So that, yeah, so you could see that a couple of things we already do a trade. We actually look at what pairs and what we'll be looking for, for from eight o'clock to, to nine o'clock. And if uh, those members are looking at it with those trade ideas, they can focus on it. And there will be two to three trades to be taken. So definitely in LCMS Traders, club if you have know the five steps and with the group members community here we definitely can trade together to be profitable hey Jinwei. right yeah so if you want to uh, join these sessions live with daniel um, do check the traders club uh, lcms.com.sg link and subscribe to the traders club all right scott back to you on the currency call i uh, understand that uh, you have some usdn trade idea posted up in the chat would you like to share that on your charts too? Yeah. So look, guys, in regards to some specifics uh, with the, with the USDN. So uh, we we have where we're currently trading at. We have seen, uh, I guess you know, we have seen resistance. And I'll just bring it up again with Sam Trade charts here. So you know what I'd like to see honestly is we've been seeing a range bound market and 
an entry of mine. Now, where we are currently trading at, I'd like to see it come down a little bit, to be fair. And I'd be looking at around 108.50. Uh, I did share it in the chat as well. So specifically, when I see you know, price come back down. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm not really looking for breakouts. You know, typically this market, like I've said, has been more range bound. So 108.50 or thereabouts based on the price action is what I'd be looking for. And then the stop loss, if we get in at around 108.50 or where we are with the support level, I'd be looking just to get below these wicks here with a stop loss, as I mentioned, at 108.20. So I don't look to be right at the lows because typically what we see with the mechanism that uh, you know, algorithms employ is that they'll look to target that area because that's where a lot of liquidity is. Uh, so you, you look to avoid getting trapped with the rest of the retail crowd and you just try and bypass that. Now, you do have to go a little wider with your stops to, I guess, avoid getting trapped into what a lot of retail traders uh, unfortunately experience, which is that price hits the stop and immediately goes back against them. And that's obviously what leads to some issues. So a 108.50 entry, again, a little bit of patience. And then with the 5.0 entry, the 108.50 entry, I'd be looking to target around, you know, 30 pips to the upside, maybe even a little bit more. I did mention that in the chat. And then 109.00 as the next take profit. And how you would trade manage that is, it's really up to you. If you have 1% at play, you could take maybe 33% of that 1% and then continue letting them run, just depending on your trader psychology as well. Some people love to leave trades on for a little bit longer. Gim Hong mentioned a nice trade idea as well on the Pound New Zealand and the Ecofin group as well. So he's more of a patient guy. So I'm definitely more, you know, not as longer term focused. So I would say it just depends on who you are. If you're still learning yourself, please stay away from the shorter timeframes because you can really get trapped in situations where price is going up and down quite quickly. You have tight stop losses because you don't want to lose money. And then you get chopped around in what I would describe a bit of a washing machine experience. And then you, it's just unpleasant, honestly. So in regards to uh, what we'll do now is we'll go to I am timely here because I, I do like to sort of go on and on. I don't want to do that here. So the pound yen, I'll just get a chart up here now. We've got the four hour. I'll just get a level in place here. So with the levels, I keep it nice and simple. You go for the close of the candles as well. So I don't look to overcomplicate it. The best advice I'll give you, if you've got a lot of levels on your chart, you've got too many and you're sort of, you're overthinking things a little bit. Now, where we are with the pound yen as well, we have seen some pound strength through their vaccination rate is going really well. Things in you know, Great Britain are actually uh, showing good signs of strength and, and economy returning, which is a big tick that I look for when I really go after a pair. I wanna see you know, some contrasts. So if we're pieing the, you know, the pound against the yen, we obviously want to see not both economies doing really well because that makes it difficult. But even on the four hour, we've got a, a, a range here. So just looking at this chart now, there's no immediate trade, but around, you know, we have seen a bounce down here at 153.73. So we've got around 20 pips for this to come back down to. And then, 
you know, with your stop losses, you know, be mindful of, of this. This can happen with the wicks. So if we get in at 153.73, you know, we might have a stop down, you know, at 153.40 or so. And again, that means if you're risking 30 pips, you want to pay attention to where the next sort of rejections were intraday. And that was around, you know, 154.38. So we do have a little bit of upside. If we get in down you know, at 53.73 uh, with, with the bounce, you know, where we're currently at, that's, you know, we've got a weight around, you know, 12 pips or so, depending on the spread that you've got. And then we've got at least, you know, really to 54, we call it 54.30. Cause I don't, you know, where we've seen rejections, I try and avoid getting right at the top because sometimes you can see price retreat before that. And it can be very frustrating if you're sitting and waiting and waiting and, Jin's mentioned this in the Ecofin group, you know, if it's in profit and it's showing signs of exhaustion, you know, it's best to take profits because, you know, that's how we, that's how we make money is booking the profits, everyone. So, you know, there's around 60 pips to be made. There are even a little bit more depending if we see further upside. So, you know, we've got 153.73 as an entry, uh, 154.20, let's call it just to keep it easy. And then the stop loss at around 153, you know, 40 or so. And that's the pound yen. Now I'll go to the Euro yen as well. And we have seen some, some uh, nice movement on the Euro yen as well. It's been a talking point. You know, if you don't already, please check out the, um, the outlooks that Jin and I post. Jin does a lot of currency pairs every morning around nine o'clock. So GMT plus eight time, you can check out what's going on, inform yourself, even if you're working, you know, that might be, you know, your break time, get a coffee, have a little look. If you're really trying to advance yourself as a trader, I would strongly advise, you know, make, you've got to make a little effort. And you've got to check those out. Jin does all the work for you. And, you know, really what I'm looking at now with the Euro yen. So I'll get the cursor back here. All right. So, little bit flat we're on the four hour time frame and we did see a run up recently we've seen a test around 133 uh, 43 now we're pretty much my levels are a little congested but i'm just showing recent uh points of interest here so it's to me i wouldn't you know pay attention to this i'd be like where are the closest levels at and for the euro yen it's sort of we have seen a little bit of a wrap a little bit of bounce before here at one, let's just come down here. The low of that candle was 132.88. Now I like whole numbers. So what I'd be looking for is a break of 133. I am bullish on this. So if we can see price get back to 133, which is only a few pips away, wait till European trading comes into play a bit later, normally around three o'clock in the afternoon GMT plus time. And then let's see for some price action. So let's say hypothetically aggressive trade 133, it's broken, we get in. And then, you know, if you're doing that, um, you, I like to wait for a bounce off the support level. So I wouldn't just be like hop right in, but then you've got the resistance up here. So, you know, if you get in at 133, the stop is let's say 132.80, and then you've got around 40 pips of upside there. But not the, the the best setup that I'm seeing, honestly, but it's something that I'm watching. And then gold, just finally, 
And this is gold is a strange one. You have a lot of uh, hedge funds involved with gold and they're really flip-flopping around. So they have to put their money somewhere. So that's why we don't really offer gold in you know, our discussions and the signals and everything because it's very difficult to trade. The spreads are difficult. The mechanics of the whole thing is difficult. It's not a currency pair. So um, I'm watching this, but honestly, there's, there's no trade idea on this, but with the US dollar showing some signs of strength, we could see some good data out tonight. I would really like to see this thing maybe waft up to 1900, a psychological level. And if we see a rejection, we'll see it move back down. But again, not a gold trader personally, but those are my uh, macroeconomic thoughts on gold. Um, and that is my assessment. Okay, thanks a lot, Scott, for the comprehensive um, trade ideas. So just a reminder, guys, uh, disclaimer here, any information shared here is just the views of the opinion views of the speaker. It's not a trade recommendation. So do your own analysis prior to entering any trades. All right, so we have come to the end of the session today. We will see you guys tomorrow for the Canadian and cryptocurrencies analysis. Thanks again and goodbye.